1: Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Tim Dillon Show. Merry Christmas. It's our holiday extravaganza episode. Um, I, of course, celebrate Kwanzaa, but for today, I'm making uh, an exception, and we have all of this. I am Jewish. I am Jewish and Muslim, but for this, uh, for today, uh, as alaikum and and uh, oy, whatever Jews do. <laughs> But Jewish people are celebrating Hanukkah. But today I am uh, to taking part in the commercial holiday of Christmas, the birth of Christ, uh, our white savior, Lord, who was born in Palestine, the only white guy in Palestine. He was born there. He was white. And he showed everybody how to make money. And that's the story of Christ in a, in a nutshell. Um, and, um, and listen, wherever you are and whatever you're doing, many people are listening to this right now in an airport because their flight has been delayed. This is true. This is crazy. We have a major winter storm that is battering pretty much coast to coast, outside of where I am in California um, and a few other states. The vast majority of the states in America are being completely deluged with snow. Uh, Travel conditions have become uh, untenable for people. They cannot get to where they're going. So you might be listening to this in an airport because your flight has been delayed, you might be listening to it, you might be on the road now, and you've been on the road for several hours. You may be listening to it, you may have already gotten into an accident, and the car is careened to the side of the road, and you're waiting for the jaws of life to come open the car and get you out, but this is still playing on the radio in the car, and you're just kind of, Hoping that your neck isn't broken as you wait for these fucking hourly employee EMTs who they couldn't give a shit less about you. They have to come in now and do the jaws of life um, uh, and and rip you out of the car and bring you to some type of uh, hospital. God help you. God help you. Uh, But it's bad out there. Live winter storm updates. At least one dozen deaths blamed on weather. More than a million power outages. That sucks. I mean, we're talking thousands of flights are done. In Ohio, dozens of vehicles were involved in a pileup that killed at least four. Fucking A. That is a shitty way to start the holidays, uh, to be in a pileup. It sucks. But this is the risk you take when you go see your family. And that's why I've always advised, you know, being cautious. Do a cost-benefit. Do you need... Can you see them later? Can you see them another time? If the conditions... Look at these conditions. Don't stay home. If the conditions are epic, if they're biblical, you don't need to see your Aunt Janet. You can see her see her. FaceTimer, Go on, The things that people are participating in to get to their families are killing them. I understand that it's nice to see your family on Christmas. I'm a fan of that. I support that. But not if there's a chance you'll die. If you look outside and the snow is at your window, if you have to work on your car for an hour to get it to the point where you can get on the road, stay home. Don't kill yourself. People are dead in a pileup now, and they were just on their way to Christmas, and now they're dead because they were. They didn't think safety first. I'm telling you, you're going to regret it out there if you do something stupid. You don't don't get on a snowmobile and end up in a fucking you know like in some type of hellish nightmare. I'm 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 telling you right now I know a lot of you want to see your family and I support that. Buffalo, I have a friend in Buffalo. Buffalo is a very it's a very bleak and sad part of New York. It's on the northern end of New York State on the border of Canada. They used to have a lot of factories uh, there and people there. I mean it was always kind of sad, but all the factories left Buffalo and they went to other countries. And the people that live in Buffalo now are destitute, sad, poor, depressed, they're on drugs. Uh, and my friend of mine lived there and he, his, he had um, the two home invasions in his house. And I swear to God, he said, the third one, I'm leaving. <laughs> he goes, the third, I'm done. Because literally twice someone came in his house to say, I want what you have. And he doesn't have anything. So Buffalo is just destitute. It's very, very sad. And to make matters worse, and Buffalo is, of course, where they have the Buffalo wing. That's where they invented the Buffalo wing, which is, we appreciate that, but that can be gotten anywhere now. So Buffalo's fucked. Now, to <laughs> add insult to injury, Buffalo, it gets some of the largest snowfalls. So not only is that everyone on... Oxycontin, and it's not only is everybody a blue-lipped fentanyl addict, not only is it scary, not only does everybody have no money, not only is it bleak, not only is it disgusting and gray, there's no real green, not only is, you know, it's just a bad place to live, but you also have so much snow that gets dumped on Buffalo. Um, They're saying right now, according to the weather service, Buffalo reported a daily stove full of 22 inches Friday almost doubling the old record of 12 inches set in 1976. So this is the most snow this hellhole Buffalo has ever seen. 23. It's almost as if God's trying to kill it once and for all. (laughs) Twenty As he should. 22 inches Friday. 1.9 inches of rain just to make some sleet, some sludge, some black ice. In Buffalo, this storm will likely at least jump near the top of the list of worst blizzards in the city's history, if not the worst. Four to six feet of snow will fall by Sunday, coupled with wind gusts approaching hurricane force 75 miles an hour or greater to create enormous drifts and impossible travel. I spoke to my friend up there in Buffalo. They have shut the highways down. They have shut the highways down because it is so treacherous. To leave your home. So how get the Narcan ready, because that's... uh, You're not getting your, your... If you OD, and you will, have the Narcan in the house ready to revive your cousin, brother, or sister when she checks out during dinner. When she starts to foam at the mouth, these are the signs... She gets real quiet. She has that look in her eyes. You start to see the blue ring around her mouth, and she starts to foam when everybody else is going, these potatoes are good. When she careens over and falls on the floor, you get the Narcan out, and you do the spritz, and she's back, and you go, you're back. Welcome back. Merry Christmas, you smack about. Because you can't get on the highways because of the snow. Every family should have a Narcan. Now, you don't know who's going to OD. I have... Cousins that used to be on heroin, you don't know what's going to happen. We didn't know what was going to happen when my cousin went into the bathroom. We didn't know if she was going to come out with a knife. We didn't know what was happening. So everybody it just has to be careful, especially in Buffalo, which is a, it's a horrible place anyway, really. And I, and, and, and I have fans there, and, and the people that are listening to this agree with me. None of my fans are in Buffalo going, no, you, you, you haven't seen a good part of it. There is none. No, you haven't seen the part that's good. You haven't seen the good areas of Buffalo. But take weather seriously, folks. You must. You have to. The weather will kill you and it'll kill your family. You have to watch out. I was reading about these brain-eating amoebas now that are in all the lakes. Uh, Brain-eating amoebas are killing children in fresh water, Uh, especially hot fresh water in uh, places like Texas, uh, Arizona, Nevada, and the brain-eating amoeba is swimming up your nose, and I was reading about this, and this was in the in the late summer. This happens, and you got to be very careful about this, and it's rare. It's rare, but it happens. It happens. Uh, it, you're swimming in a freshwater lake or pond or something like that. Here's what happens. The brain-eating amoeba swims up your nostrils. This is true. This is a fact. Somewhere, maybe a few days later, maybe the next day, you get a little bit of a headache and a stiff neck, and you're like, what's that about? Day after that, you feel even worse. A couple of days after that, you cannot move. You're taken to the hospital. You die. Within a few days, death comes for you because of the brain-eating amoeba, and you have to be very careful. And in Texas... Uh, they don't even care. Like, they told people that the brain-eating amoeba is in the water supply, and they're like, well, hells Bill, you better figure it out. because uh, They don't care. Um, and uh, someone died. There was a poor little kid, and he was at, like, a splash park in Texas. See, in Texas, when it gets hot, they have uh, these little um, places where kids can go splash around, and some of them have the uh, brain-eating amoeba, and it's, it goes in kid's nose, and then the kid's brain uh, swells and uh, it explodes its head. And then the people in Texas are like, well, you better get your fat straight. Um, the Brady amoeba in Gulf Coast County is scientifically known as Negliera fowley and thrives in warm, fresh waters, lakes, rivers, hot springs. I mean, it's, 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 I'm just saying, and we're, we're a long way from the summer here. I'm just saying, I'm saying nature's a problem. That's why I got on this rant. Nature's an issue. And if you doubt that, I'm telling you 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 could die. You got to be very careful. I'm not saying don't ever swim, but I'm saying like buy a buy a, a house on the beach in in uh, Palm Beach or something for like 60 or 80 million dollars
1: Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.
2: Um, I want to speak about, uh, well, number one, it's, I, I, I want to talk about uh, gi- giving gifts because I, I'm only getting gifts for a few people, very few, almost none. Um, and my, my godson, I'm getting him a gift. He's Chinese. We're doing tomorrow. We're doing a traditional Chinese Christmas for him where we will speak and strategize about the reunification of China with Taiwan. (laughs) Um, Because he believes, my godson is two, but he believes strongly in one China. Um, And so that's what we're doing. But these are the new toys. I don't, I'm not buying for real uh, children. I don't have really nieces or nephews. None of my cousins have procreated. Thank the Lord. But... Uh, so, I don't really. So, I'm out of the. I don't know what uh, people are buying, right? You know, I remember when it was like tickle me Elmo and what, but I want to know what are the hottest toys this year um, for the children? It's something that you want, it's because it's culture and it matters. Um, and so now they, they have a toy trend expert. Um, and we're going to go through some of these toys to see what they say about where we're, where we're at as a people. Magic Mixie's Magical Misting Crystal Ball (laughs) is a toy. Magic Mixie's Magical Misting Crystal Ball. Um, Not all sequels can live up to the original, but when it comes to this year's Magic Mixie's toy, a crystal ball that mists and lights up to reveal a magical furry pet the experts feel confident it will sell just as quickly as the Magic Misty's Magical Misting Cauldron did last year. (laughs) I mean, this is when you really start to realize that some of the QAnon people have a little bit of a point because this is marketed to sexual degenerates, to furries, to kids that are going to be junkies, drug addicts. Uh, Magical Misty, uh, again, if you look at it, it's like a furry pet that's, uh, you know, a very colorful furry pet that comes out of this uh, crystal ball, but last year they gave them a cauldron, I guess to turn them into witches? You try to dismiss a lot of these lunatics online that think everything's run by Satanists, but then the first toy, it was is a witch's cauldron, and in the follow-up to it is like some weird, like fucking Molly fucking, I don't know, Technicolor ferret. They're trying to sell kids to, to de-stigmify being a furry. The next, the next toy we have here, if your child is not into going out clubbing, getting fucked up, is Crazy Aaron's Amazing Prediction Thinking Putty. <laughs> Crazy Aaron's Thinking Putties have popped up uh, in several gift guides. Gift guides. Um, okay, so what this is, it works like a magic eight ball, but instead of shaking it, you asked a question and then squish it through your fingers with tiny, and a ti- with, until a tiny hidden phrase appears in the slime with your answer. Yay. And the answer is always kill your parents. <laughs> Go upstairs with a knife and kill your parents. All right, that's prediction putty. Pop sockets, pop puck. I mean, by the way, let's just for a minute just understand that growing up today is a horror. And and not to sound like an old fuck, but just going through these toys, growing up today is an utter nightmare. Just plug these kids into a Neuralink already. (laughs) Why even pretend that these kids are going to have anything uh, kind of like anything like approaching a life? Every single thing here is insane. We're only three down on the list. Maybe things will get better, but literally everything so far, you wouldn't even leave your home to play with it. You would just play with it in your little pod. It's sick. (laughs) Pop Pucks are a new kind of magnetic fidget toy that Grun thinks are going to take off this holiday season. The brand behind the toy, Pop Sockets, calls it, quote, a magnetic skate park for your thumbs, meaning you can flick, flip, and stack the two dime-sized pucks in their keychain holder to perform different tricks. You really have to see a video to understand how it works, but it has all the best traits of an addictive fidget toy, satisfying ASMR clicking and swishing. Every toy on this list is being marketed to make your children crazier than they already are, more dependent on shit than they already are. It's, it's really, really obvious to me that all of these things, this fidget thing, where they're basically like, hey, your kids don't have to go outside. They can just sit in a chair and get addicted to the swooshing sound of their fidget socket. <laughs> I mean, this is a toy for children that's just... It's trying to get them addicted to a swooshing sound so that, can you imagine you walk in and your kid's like this? He's like, You're like, what the fuck's wrong with you? Shut up, dad. I'm listening to my swooshing sound that my thumbs make with my toy. I mean, Jesus Christ. They're not even going to know how to jerk off. The next toy on the list is... The Bluey Ultimate Lights and Sounds Playhouse with Lucky. Bluey's light-up interactive playhouse is based on the Healer family home, where much of the ultra-popular cartoon takes place. Bluey is an amazing story. It reflects contemporary family dynamics, and it's just really appealing and fun to watch, says Chris Byrne, a toy and play expert who goes by the name Toy Guy. Not only has this show become a worldwide sensation, for preschool and elementary-age children, but the toys have also become super popular. Burns says they do an excellent job of translating the show's creativity, games, and songs into something kids... So I have no idea what this is. Uh, it's a playhouse. Apparently, this is a, uh, a show. Bluey and Bingo, uh, this is some type of show, and it, it, it's, it's, uh, it's about dogs... And it's just cute. Get this, get get this up, Bluey. Try to find this, Bluey, Bluey show, Bluey and Bingo. They have a, they live in a house and it's a show. I'm unaware of this. Okay, so so Bluey and Bingo. Let let's see what what Bluey and Bingo are here. They're they're one's a blue healer. Texas says dogs are blue healer. Blue! Okay. for this mess. My, mind. All these toys that lying flying around sure are making it difficult to keep the balloon up. We know. Can you imagine how easy this would be if you tidied them all away? That isn't helping. All um, right, this is, seems fine. It's Nobody's woo. nobody's lighting a candle and a worshiping Satan, Satan yet. And what about you, Gerald? None of the dogs are talking about Meghan Markle in a positive light. I don't see any problem with this. All right. This seems well. This is a little insane, but this seems uh, <laughs> a little odd. But it seems fine. It doesn't, you know, as long as the dogs aren't like the royal family is horrible. We must kill all white people. Um, uh, the next, the next uh thing on this popular toy list: Bratz X Cult Gaia Special Edition Designer Chloe Fashion Doll. Show this doll here. Interesting. This is a doll. If your daughter is not yet a whore, this doll will show her how to be a whore. If your I don't want a relationship, I'm holding out for better daughter isn't a whore yet, this doll will show her. In collaboration with Cult Gaia, collect this special edition Chloe fashion doll featuring premium fashions and accessories. Styling accessories include a yellow bucket hat, iconic silver shoulder bag, pearl bag, geometric bangle bracelets, an IUD, tons of condoms, and a dental dent. No. Um, yeah, this is the, you know, this is the new dolls. They're, they're fun. They're, they just look whorish, and I don't know why, but they look like whores. What's interesting now is everyone's kind of dressing like drag queens. Like drag queens used to be special, and they used to have a distinct look. Now everything looks like a drag queen. Like everybody is dressing kind of very big and somewhat cartoonish. Okay, well there's that. So if you if you want to get that for your daughter, and you, it's a good thing to give to a girl because you go, you can be a whore. What else do we have here? LOL's uh, mini sweet surprise omatic dolls. So this is for uh, fat children. They partnered with Hershey, so this is hey, you like your kids like dolls, but they also need food. They partnered with Hershey, so there's all different candy dolls, including a Reese's themed doll. That's what we need. A peeps themed doll and a bazooka gum-themed doll to collect. Dolls aren't enough. Make them food. Check. Okay. Nine dollars at Walmart. Go spend that on the kids. Nine at Walmart. This is the big one. This is the king. Coco Melon is the king. If you know anyone under three, my godson's two and a half, one China, uh, but he goes nuts over Coco Melon. They're trying to wean him off. His parents are trying to wean him off uh, uh, Coco Melon, uh, and we're playing old uh, Trump speeches for him. But he just wants to watch Coco Melon. Um, and Coco Melon is this weird thing where they have these big eyes. And they're like, and they're like, and we, you know, and they just do the old, you know, songs, the classic songs, like, the wheels on the bus go round, but the eyes are so big, round, and and then the kids get hypnotized, and they just sit, and they kind of bounce around, (laughs) like, the wheels on the bus go round, you know? And eventually, um, the corporations are good. You're lucky to work, lucky to work, (laughs) lucky to work. The corporations are good. You're lucky to work. Don't fucking complain. Um, And so that's, they're just brainwashing the children. Um, So Cocomelon, this is Boo Boo, JJ. JJ is the star of Cocomelon. And it's, uh, and JJ, with all his other Cocomelon friends, just, like, sing, and all the kids are hypnotized. So those dolls are big. So $28 in Amazon if it's not sold out. This is helping you. This is a nice thing. Anything else do we have here? What else do we have? Tamagotchi Picks Party. We get it. The pot, They're trying to bring that back. Disney's Encanto Karaoke Machine. If the child in your life is obsessed with Encanto, which is the... What is that? That's the, the, the Disney... Spanish thing? Yes. And there's that's beautiful. I'm not... I know that guy looks like me, says a thing like that. You think I'm about to scream and yell about it. But I think it's nice. I actually think it's nice that they are... Whatever it is, I think it's lovely that they're doing it for... uh, So it's in Canto, and this is a... um, Can you... And this is a karaoke machine. Can you sing in English? Is it allowed? I don't know. I'm kidding. We love it. Get the. Ki- I think kids should learn languages, but we are. We have the dumbest group of kids. Can we admit this without getting anyone angry? These are the stupidest group of children that have ever existed on Earth. In fact, if you look at teenagers and the way they act, like with the tiktok and everything, the where they're just kind of like, if kids a few generations ago acted like that, you put them in an institution. You would tie them up. So the way that kids act now normally uh, would be cause for concern. Really, not even that long ago, the way that they would behave, just kind of moving and, you know, just dancing out of nowhere, you would put them in an institution. You would tie them to a bed and give them electric shock therapy. Snap Circuits Green Energy Electronic Exploration Kit. We featured Snap Circuits in a few of our tour guides before, but this STEM kit is the first one the brand has designed to teach kids about renewable energy. They said, well, what about one that teaches them about oil and Texas (laughs) and Jesus and killing the president, Kennedy? I think we need to give, it should be both sides. So if you're going to teach kids about renewable energy, you should also teach them about the great Texas oil, the CIA and the Saudis and the Bush family. Where's that box at? You can make your own solar clock. And a mini car powered by wind energy. You know, Elon Musk, Tesla, which I've shit on many times, not really because I have a problem with Tesla, but I hate um, National Geographic Otter Care Nurture Set. This is true. Otters are literal rapists. They rape every, uh, it's all rape. It's disgusting, and it's true. Um, but what I always said about Tesla was that the people that bought Teslas were the most annoying people in the world. All they wanted to talk about was Teslas. They thought they were part of SpaceX. They thought they were like, you know, part of some club that was going to Mars. They thought they were going to get some ticket in the mail. They were going to get on a spaceship. Um, But they were insufferable people who, because they bought like a $35,000 car, thought they were the shit. Um, Tesla now is tanking. Get up how bad Tesla's doing. You know, Elon's on Twitter, you know, kind of having a mental breakdown, um, banning people he doesn't like, which is what I would do if I own the app for sure. Um, But the stock at Tesla's tanking. People, I guess, are getting a little fed up. Um... Pressure mounts for Musk as tanking Tesla, uh, prompting layoff talk. Now, everybody's doing layoffs. This isn't technically his fault, but, you know, he sold a bunch of Tesla stock to close a Twitter deal. Um, he said recently he's not going to sell anymore, but Tesla shares are down more than 60% this year. The company told workers that it is frozen hiring and to expect layoffs early next year, EV publication Electrek reported.
1: Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.
2: Now, Kathy Wood, our psychopath friend, uh, Kathy Wood, who's an evangelical Christian NFT freak, is saying that Bitcoin will be a million dollars, I think, by 2030. I, it's at a point now where it's time to call her a crackhead. Kathy Wood, the head of ARK Investment, who's lost all their fucking money because she invested in, like, genome projects where you were going to design your children and all this other crap. Because that's what Jesus would want. Uh, she's this interesting chick, right? She lives in Tampa, and she's an evangelical Christian and loves the metaverse. She loves Web three. She's a real Christian Web three freak. If there was ever a more terrifying combination of person, it is a fundamentalist Christian NFT evangelist. There's is no worse group. But she is saying that Bitcoin will reach one million by 2030. Uh, you know, and Bitcoin right now is Um, $16,000. So what's great is you now can just say anything and it doesn't have to be backed up by any logic at all. You go, yeah, it's going to be... It's literally almost over. The Bitcoin train's almost done. Now, that brings me no happiness. I have a few of them, but not a lot. But enough to not want it to be over. I always thought it was cool, decentralized currency. Why not? Um, But Bitcoin she goes, uh, or somebody said, I think she said, Bitcoin is coming out smelling like a rose. One thing that will be delayed, perhaps, the institution stepping back once they actually do the homework and see what's happened here. I think they'd be more comfortable moving into Bitcoin and Ethereum as a starting point. Hey, man, I don't know. It's been a rough year for crypto. Could it come back? Maybe, but it just doesn't seem like it at the moment. Right now, it doesn't seem like it. It doesn't mean that it'll be done forever, but it does mean that you can't just say crazy shit like you used to a couple of years ago. You know, if everyone was in Miami doing rails, coke to the gills, and she said that a couple of years ago when Bitcoin was at 40, 50K, people go, yeah, fuck yeah, man. Now, everyone's lost all their goddamn money. Sam Bankman Freed is in a hole. They're putting him in the fucking, you know, he was in a, he's going to jail for a long time. All the crypto exchanges don't look safe, don't look great. Um, and crypto has lost so much value over the last year when you say crazy shit now people are gonna call you out on it and they're gonna go wait a minute hold on I want to talk a little bit and we did this on the patreon in detail but I want to mention it briefly um because I get that the Native Americans aren't happy with Avatar and I understand why I you know I'm I'm I I, empathize with the plight of the Native American people. Um, you know what I mean? I get it. And now I don't get it like I don't, you know what I mean? I'm not there. I'm not living there. But I get it because I can imagine it. It sucks, right? You're on this reservation. Everybody's drunk or a lot of them are drunk because there's nothing to do because that we've taken all the thickets. You lost the war. But And the reality is what they... And I've said what they need is an Andrew Tate, like a native Tate, to kind of go in there and <laughs> rev them all up, really. They just need a kind of a psychopath because that's what America has. We have an endless stream of narcissistic psychopaths who enrich themselves, uh, giving uh, people just a tiny little bit of hope. And that's what they need in those communities, but they don't... Um, but the Native Americans are very angry at the Avatar boycott. I'm, I'm sorry, they're, they're angry at Avatar and they're calling for boycott. They don't want anyone to see... Now, you know Avatar. It's about, you know, the Na'vi people, and it's, you know, you know James Cameron's been very honest. It's It's been, like, kind of based on the natives. You know, like, the, the respect for nature, the feeling that everybody's you know, plugged into the universe and the world and their environment and all the good things, but a lot of people are angry. Cameron made some comments earlier that were not exactly great. We talked about that. We're not going to retread that, but... You know, what, what people are saying now is like, somebody said, uh, this, this person, Yu uh, Begay, wrote on Twitter, our cultures were appropriated in a harmful manner to satisfy some white man savior complex. No more blue face. Lakota people are powerful. I like that. No more blue face. She didn't expect to go viral when she sent the tweet calling for a boycott of Avatar, but it was retweeted over 12,500 times and covered by the LA Times and Newsweek. Native Americans are not the only people that are unhappy with it. Um, There's a trans activist has called for the boycott of Avatar as well. This is in The Advocate. Um, uh, Everybody's getting involved. Everyone's getting upset. Um, A website attempting to stop the release of James Cameron's Avatar argues that the film is offensive because in the future, human beings will evolve and transition to transgenderism. Quote, heterosexual arrogance, assumptions, or exclusions of alternative sexualities in movies is no longer acceptable. Diversity and tolerance of human rights. You wonder if this is a troll, like if this is actually even real. <laughs> the website is sprinkled with arguments suggesting that given the current course of evolution, it would be far more likely for the film's hero, Jake, to be bi, gay, or trans than it would for him to be straight. The film also makes gross assumptions that the old heterosexual ways on Earth would be somehow would be, uh, would be occurring. With another race of being on a totally different world with its own unique culture, and by the way, we don't know if the people who are trans or not in Avatar. We don't really know what the hell goes on in Avatar. Like they're blue, and they have things that plug. They have tails that plug into the fish, and they have like a tail that plugs into a, a, an animal, so they can ride it and use its energy. I mean, I don't know that. I don't know that that's not some kind of sexual. But I mean, it's it's it. This is where we are now, where people are like. I'm upset with Avatar because the blue Native Americans aren't trans enough for me. Um, Hey, sure. I mean, I don't know. I don't. I don't think the. I think it's not an exclusively heterosexual world. The Navi, probably not. There's probably stuff going on on Pandora that is not 100% heterosexual. It's a guess. I don't know. But that's a guess. Um, But I guess it should have been showcased more. There should have been more of an effort to include trans Na'vi from Pandora in the film. I get it. I understand. And we'd also, so hopefully, and you'd have to find trans native indigenous, you'd have to find trans indigenous actors to go into the blue suit to play the trans Navi characters on Pandora, a planet that doesn't exist. Well, I mean, it seems it seems odd, but I can I can vibe with it. The site's creator, who's described on the blog as a young transgender person living in the Bay Area, counters by saying, Going after Avatar will send a message to Hollywood because it's likely to be the top grossing film of the year. I mean, none of this. It's not gonna do anything, right? So I mean these 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 things are funny, these boycotts and these, here's the thing, folks, this isn't the way to, do, you know, when people said to me, Meghan Markle wants to uh, modernize the a monarchy or, you know, she wants to like, there's only one way to do it, by the way, it, it, it really is true. It's like the only way to get attention from these people that uh, you're supposedly trying to reform or change or trying to make them into better people, is to kind of attack them violently. So if Meghan Markle was serious, like when people are like, she was just trying to change the institution, if she was serious about that on her wedding day, on her wedding day, when she was standing there in the church with Harry and Prince Charles, and they said, do you take this man to be your lawfully wedded husband? She would have said, akbar, and blown the church up, blown herself up, blown Harry up, Blown Prince Charles up. So that's it. The the boycotts don't work. The blogs don't work. If you want real change, you have to dress up as the avatars. The Native American reservation, if I was on there, I'd go, you got to dress up in blue suits and go kill everyone. (laughs) It's the only way to effect change in our blo- violent, bloody society. I'm not calling for that. Please don't try to get me in trouble. I'm just sick of these boycotts and Meghan and Harry aren't exchanging Christmas gifts with William and Kate this year. I don't I'm about That's the only way she could have changed it. If you want to change the institution, blow yourself up, kill them. You don't do an interview with Oprah. You blow them up. But you can't do that and then live in Montecito. But that's all you can do. The British monarchy got where it got with centuries of violence, unspeakable levels of violence, crushing the heads of native babies like they were coconuts. You can't get back at them with, like, a snide comment. Blow yourself up at your wedding. And I would have... Do you know how much I would respect Megan Meghan Markle if so, if I was in West Hollywood eating avocado toast? Go and somebody said, "Do you did you hear what happened at fucking Meghan Markle's wedding to Harry?" I go, "What? What happened?" They go, "She fucking yelled Allahu Akbar' and blew herself up, <laughs> blew up the whole church, the whole fucking thing." I would go, "Fuck, really? That bitch is no joke." I would respect her so much if she did that. No, I'd be like, oh, they're sad, I lost a loss of life, blah 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 blah, whatever fucking you know, disclaimers you need. Merry Christmas, you know. But if 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 Meghan Markle had at her own wedding blown herself up, murdering Harry, Kate, Will, Charles, Camilla, the whole murdering, decapitating the entire royal family by blowing herself up at her own wedding, killing her mother, killing her friends, killing all the celebrities who came in, but she knew it would be for a great cause. If she took her own life, if she was a suicide-slash-homicide bomber and decapitated the entire royal family, I would have nothing but respect for her because I would get it. I'd go, there's a woman who means business. And that's what I think about the, the Avatar shit. It's like, if you're that serious about it, b- dress up like avatars in blue costumes. Obviously, they're not going to be as good as the ones in the film. Improvise. But if Native people painted themselves blue and said, oh, you think we're fucking blue? And just showed up somewhere and started murdering other people like at the premiere or something. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not suggesting this. I'm simply telling you if I was at home watching it on TV, I'd go, "Whoa, oh, they're not
0: happy. They're not happy about this. That's my, that's my guess.
1: Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. This book, Genderqueer, came out. Everybody
2: has been banning this book. Uh, I'm not for banning books. I don't think books are obviously appropriate for kids at every age, but I'm also not for banning books. But this book came out, Genderqueer, a memoir. It's America's most banned book. It's about people that fall outside of the gender binary, outside of male and female, into this non-binary thing. Here's my... uh, I am going to make a... Deal. We are. We need to make deals here. I'll make a deal. Let's. I don't. It, I never saw gender as this rigid thing where men had to be this and women had to be this. Maybe it's because I'm from Long Island, where women are very. Some of them are very masculine, and uh, and and some of their husbands are quivering and terrified of them. Uh, I never saw gender as this 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 rigid fixed thing. I think there can be sensitive men. There can be very aggressive women. I, whatever. I think. But I also understand that people just don't want to be in it. They want to opt out, right? They want to opt out of gender entirely. That's fine. One category. You get one. 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 Uh, we can learn they, them. That's fine. We, you can't have a million categories. The person who wrote this book is, she uses, I'm sorry. E, I'm not even kidding. I'm not even kidding now. E uses the M-air pronouns. E M E I R E. Those are the pronouns that M uses, that E uses, air. If if can you imagine being at a Christmas if someone is non-binary going by they them, someone's going by E M, and someone's going uh, by Zer Zzer. How do you even communicate in anything that's not a, a Who's on First joke, where you go Did you did you did you take Z? to the play, did Zer, Zer and Er and M, did M, E, like, there, it's, we can't, like, per, like, per, per-loved the, we, we have to just do one, you get one, non-binary is one. It's one thing, and I think that's nice, Because that way, everyone, in and in they, you can be any of the other, but you can't ask people to learn Z, Zer, M, and Er. I mean, what kind of fucking insanity E-M-Er. How would we even say E-M-Er? Like, if you were going to use that in a sense. e is the singular i guess m is like them and er would be air er would be there maybe huh a gender neutral subject pronoun could be accused of he or she z went to the store to buy some cake x e so that's how you would use z <laughs> z went to the store to buy so, so here's what i'm saying just can, can we just can we just use they now it's christmas Can we just use they, them, please? It would just be easier. If you were an er or a zur or a per, can you please just be a they or a them? That's the conservative approach, by the way, in 2022. Can we just have one category of the non-binary? How would you say Z is hungry instead of he, she is hungry? Please tell them that lunch is ready. Please tell them... Please... This sandwich is zers, or xers, or airs. This sandwich is airs. M, M, I mean, it's like, guys, let's just, let's just, let's just use they, them. Can't we just, can't we just, let's just do one. We just need one. We need one group of people. Here's the deal. People don't need to validate you in life. In fact, you're setting yourself up, and this is all the young people that are listening to this, of any gender, them, he, she, per, their, server, any of you guys, people, if you're looking for people to validate you in life, you're going to have a horrible, miserable life. If you're looking for other people to validate your personal uh, 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 journey or your belief system or the way you feel about yourself, you're going to have a horrible life. So- this idea that everybody everywhere has to conform to your idea and understanding of yourself at every moment of the day unless you fall apart is silly. It's silly and it's crazy. And you're going to be a lot happier if you just kind of get a few close friends, find someone to fuck, do well in whatever kind of gig or job or career you want, and 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 stop trying at every moment to remake everything all the time. It's just... It it it's exhausting. Number one, it's exhaust it's not even fun. None of these people fuck, none of them have any fun. Everybody's always just so concerned with what other people are doing or what other people are saying. Who cares? Christ Almighty. So I'm just asking for the sake of efficiency, I don't care what you call yourself, it doesn't mean anything to me. I don't use pronouns because I've never spoken about anyone other than myself, and I never will. I've never talked about anyone else in a sentence besides me. Why would I? So at the end of the day, I just, it's I, I. If I'm around you, I just go I, I, me, me, I think me. I never talk about anyone else. Um, So I'm unaffected. But for all of you out there, can we just use one? They, them's fine. You can, let's just be they, them's. Let's just be they, them's, kids. Sit your kids down this Christmas with a crackling fire and go, listen to me, you little narcissist. Can't you just be a they, them? Why do you have to be a Zzer? Why do you have to be so goddamn special? Why do you have to be an M-er? Why do you have to be so special? Just be a they, them. Just be a they, them. There should be a word for people that don't fit into the binary. It's just we have to run a society efficiently. It's just got to be efficient. Quick. Men, women, other. Men, women, they, them. Boom, boom, boom. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> Moving on. I'm from New York. We got to go. Got to move on. It can't be 19, thing, you know? I do hope everyone out there has a good holiday. I do hope you have a good New Year. Is this the last episode before the New Year? Yes, it is. Wow. You know, there's so much out there to look back on this year. Uh, you know, people paid more for groceries this year than they ever have in their lives. That's something to think about. Something to think about how much you paid for uh, some frozen chicken nuggets or some high fructose corn syrup for your kids. Something to think about when you're going and buying that poison, how much it costs now. How much that poison costs from Tyson Holly Farms or, I don't know, any of those factories where they had those raids and they kicked all the illegals out. Remember those factories where they're just... Those those Amazon centers where they make the people just piss in colostomy bags and won't let them use a bathroom, you know, whatever. All those factories that put together all that fake chicken product shit, you know, for your children, how much did that cost? It cost so much. It cost so much. This year was a year we all learned about the Ukraine and that it was uh, essential to our freedom as Americans to make sure that the Ukraine had $179 trillion at their disposal. Uh, we learned about that. We learned about Volodymyr Zelensky. Uh, uh, our ex game show host president was, uh, they raided the golf club he lives in and took his stolen documents that he stole or took or misplaced. Uh, isn't that nice? Um, Lauren Boebert, a common street criminal was elected again to Congress <laughs> in Colorado and crazy, uh, old Marjorie Taylor green as well. Um, Uh, Lauren Boebert, like Ocasio-Cortez, an ex-bartender, now um, making laws. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, so we had the midterm elections. We had the inflation. We had the Ukraine war. The Roe v. Wade, the Supreme Court, took away a woman's right to choose um, as a federal law of the land. Um, This is all because Democrats did not force Ruth Bader Ginsburg to retire. Uh, They let her die on the bench. And then I think nobody thought Roe was going to be overturned. But now there's a lot of people in Texas and other places that cannot get an abortion. Some of these women are dying, whatever. Um, You know, as a faggot, I don't have a huge investment in this either way. It's not like I'm, you know, like, I wish I could pull that card and be like, faggot. And they go, oh, yes, yes, open the gate. Like, I don't have to participate in that conversation. But I am pro-choice. I believe you should be able to have an abortion. Up to a certain point, then it gets weird. Uh, I don't know what that point is exactly, but... It should be up to where I feel personally comfortable with it. You know, I don't know. I think you should have a, an abortion up to where I go feel comfortable with it. And then after that, I go, oh, you got to have it, you know? But it's it's got to be something where I, it's right up to the line where I go, oh, okay. And then after that, you got to have it. Um, but that was a big one too, Roe v. Wade. Um, uh, you know, this is the year that uh, COVID has refused to die. It's still here, kind of. It's still floating around somehow. People are on booster five. They're sicker than they've ever been. Uh, they're calling out of work. They're having, they're having strokes. They haven't had their period in three years. Uh, some of them are dropping dead. There's there's some uh, there's certainly some interesting vaccine side effects that are starting to rear their head. Um, yeah, I mean it's been a, it's been a year. It's been a, a a good year in the decline in the decline of this empire into the ash heap of history. Sadly, we had a good run. It was fun. But it, uh, the, the, all the years probably will get worse, I mean, from this. Like, I, I, you know, it, it, things will just come undone um, in ways that will surprise and shock you, as they have been, right? I mean, Kanye West, that was a big story this year, right? This big, uh, you know, one of the, the biggest star in the world, uh, in, literally in front of everyone, became a Nazi. It was kind of interesting to, to watch. Like, the biggest star in the world just genuinely started going on things and going, I love Hitler, Um, more things like that will probably happen. People are going to have more public mental breakdowns. You know, Elon Musk on Twitter, you know, he's doing some good things, but he's also clearly seems to be all over the place, maybe losing it a bit. Um, You're going to see that more. That's a prediction for next year. Next year, I think more public, high-profile mental breakdowns. That's what I think. Where you see famous people um, going insane in front of your eyes It becomes very captivating to watch. It's the beginning of a societal mental collapse. By the way, it's not just these famous people; they are leading the charge because, and they're getting the press. But a lot of people are having mental break. Like I don't think people are fully aware of how fucked people are mentally in this country um, because it's not really reported on. Or if they do report on it, they're like, they they try to use like cute words. They're like, people out there are just exhausted. They're just so tired. People out there, are but when you speak to people, it's like, no, they're schizophrenic. They're not exhausted. They think that the people under the ground are coming uh, to kill them. Uh, the the amount of people who've slipped into uh, true schizophrenia over the last three to four years, whether it's technology whether it's the, the, the political tensions, whatever it is, it's alarming. It's genuinely alarming. As someone whose mother's a schizophrenic, I have seen this stuff before. I'm telling you it's not the end. We're having kind of a collective mental collapse as a society where we know how fake everything is. We know how unfair everything is. Um, <clears throat> and we're all expected to just kind of keep going along. We're expected to keep going along with everything because we have flashing lights in our face every minute and new apps and new gadgets and uh, things and fidgets and contraptions uh, that keep us distracted. But, you know, the onslaught of news coming into uh, anybody's, uh, the palm of their hand in their phone is so negative, so bad. Even if you paid attention to only a tiny bit of it, you you would start to lose your mind. It would be impossible to feel safe anywhere with you know every single news story. The variants are here, home invasions, nuclear war is on its way, Meghan Markle being disrespected. <laughs> every minute of every second you're being inundated with brain eating amoebas in the lake. It's just there's nowhere to go. It's causing a collective mental Breakdown. If you've gone out there and you've spoken a bit, you'll speak to members of your family over this holiday and you'll be like, God damn it, they're fucking nuts. They're fucking nuts, man. Like, you'll speak to them and they'll drop some shit on you where you go, oh, they've lost their minds. It's not a, that they're exhausted or they're dehydrated. They've lost their fucking minds. And th- there's a lot of untreated mental illness. So people like Kanye West are the most famous people in the world. So they obviously are getting all the press and people are paying attention to them and they're saying things that have some political significance and they're, they're making all kinds of people mad and rightfully so. But under underneath that, there's you've you've lost one or two of your uncles uh, or aunts uh, over the last couple of years and you may not even know it until you sit down with them. You may not even know it this uh, holiday until you sit down with them and whether it's QAnon that they've been lost to, there's a few of them there. Uh, the other side of uh, politics too, you know, where they they just completely lost their mind. You're like, you know, it's really good. I had my fifth booster. You know, David's uh, David's daughter is now referring to herself as M, and I think it's beautiful. And I think. That you know what I think? Donald Trump was made in a vial. He was made by Russia. I mean, it's or the QAnon people who are like Nancy Pelosi's husband runs an underground sex cult with chickens. Like it's which whichever way they've their law. The boomers are lost. They're gone. They're gone. There's no way to reason with them. They've been completely um, their brains have been melted by the last few years. And by the way, you've got to be a strong person for your brain to have not been melted, to look around at where we are as a society and as a country. You you have to be a strong person. You have to be able to block out a lot of stuff. If you're too sensitive now, if you let too much in, you'll be destroyed. That's all. If you let too much information in, if you let too many people's opinions in, you'll be destroyed. There's just, you have to keep yourself well. And the way to do that is by keeping a lot of people out. The other way to do that is by buying tickets right now to see me at Irvine, California, December 29th, 30th, and 31st. Saturday, January 14th. And That's the New Year shows, baby. We bring in the New Year. Saturday, January 14th, Coachella, Spotlight 29, showroom Saturday, uh, January 21st. We're in Reno, Nevada, Silver Legacy Casino, The January 27th, we're in Oxnard. What a dump. The 28th, Oxnard. Shithole. The 29th, Oxnard. Bomb it. I do like Raleigh. Thursday, February 9th, 10th, and 11th, I'm in Raleigh for a special Valentine's Day for you and that lady, that special whore. Uh, Tucson, Arizona at the Rialto Theater dump. I'm kidding. It's a lovely theater. I don't know what goes on in Tucson. (laughs) Phoenix, Arizona. Talk about a hell of tan people, turquoise jewelry, and Native American fry bread. Phoenix, Arizona, the 17th through the 19th of February. Vancouver, Canada, February 24th. Thursday, April 13th, Inglewood, New Jersey. Friday, April 14th, Huntington, New York at the Paramount. Saturday, April 15th, New Brunswick, New Jersey at the State Theater. Sunday, April 16th, back to Long Island, at the Paramount for a little East Coast swing. Working on some cool projects right now. Can't talk about them. We'll talk about them soon. I have a book, The Boomer Guide to Parenting. We think that's going to be the title. It's We're finishing it up. Going into edits now. It's hilarious. It talks about a lot of the stuff uh, about growing up in the 90s and the 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 boomer ethos, the most uh, selfish generation to have ever lived on Earth and how they destroyed um, uh, the minds, bodies, and souls of their children. Um, uh but enjoy the new year out there. Keep yourself well. Keep yourself away. Uh, you know, it's a, it's, it's a, be a stick-and-move hustler with the family. Uh, you, uh, somebody goes in your ear, they're like, do you know what's going on with the water? You go, oh, that's nice. Good to, good to see you. Good to see you. Bob over there, you know, uh, you know, talk to somebody else. Like, I've diagnosed myself with four diseases from this website. Have you seen this website? Because I think you might be able to diagnose yourself with something too. Oh, it's good to see you. Good to see you. Keep moving on. Keep moving on. Keep moving on. Um, But we appreciate you supporting the show on Patreon. Uh, whether it's at the the five dollar tier or the Rothschild tier or Rothschild episode coming out next week, uh, we do appreciate that it support all the sponsors of the show. We appreciate that too. So ladies and gentlemen, that's it. you know we we've done it all. we We can't help everyone here. You know all we can do is put out our message of holiday hope and healing, and we hope that you take uh the reins and run um, And if you have little ones, I want to tell them a story about Santa Claus, because usually the show's for adults. But today we're making an exception. That's why we have all the so I want to tell them. So so gather around, little ones, gather around, <laughs> gather around. I'm here to tell you the story of Santa Claus. Santa Claus was is a jolly fat man who has a, a workshop of elves and they make toys. And if you're good, if you're a good boy, girl or other, what Santa Claus will do is he will come to your home and he will come. He'll magically shrink himself and he'll go down your chimney and then he'll leave the presents. He'll leave the presents under the tree for you. And then you'll wake up the next morning and, and then all the presents will be there and you'll open the presents and then you'll play and it'll be fun. But if you're bad, if you're bad, <laughs> Santa will give your mother cancer. You'll watch her die. You'll watch your father drink and become distant. He won't help you fill out your college applications. (laughs) You'll go to a community college. You'll end up dropping out of that community college and getting a sales job, but you don't have any confidence. You don't know how to sell anything. (laughs) You'll spend years trying to get good at that job almost until your early 30s, and then you'll finally quit and start working at a restaurant. It'll be a high-end restaurant at first. You'll develop a pill addiction. You'll start drinking. You'll start hooking up with a fat woman named Donna. You'll go and move into a building with this fat woman, and the A.C. won't work in the summer, and you'll sit there and vape with her, and you'll say to yourself, Christ, my life should be better. You'll think about having children, but by the grace of God, you won't, because you don't want to bring anyone else into the hell that you've created for yourself. Here's the answer, kids. Be Good. You see? Be good. You don't want to be bad. All right. Well, that's a little story. Bye-bye. Good night.